0: Hallelujah! Turn your Bibles to Mark chapter five. There is a familiar story that we have read in the past, and we're going to look at it again today, specifically in the light of the recent um, death coming to life. A twelve-year-old girl restored from her deathbed, restored to life. This is not just an isolated situation. This is not just a one-time or two-time. We're called. We are called by God to literally speak life. So in starting in verse 22, it says, And behold, one of the rulers of the synagogue came, Jairus by name, and when he saw him, fell at his feet, he saw Jesus, and he begged him earnestly, and he said, My little daughter lies at the point of death. Come, lay your hands on her that she may be healed, and she will live. She will live. Okay? He had faith. He had faith. All you have to do is come lay your hands. She will live. It's all it takes. Faith will move mountains. It's all it takes. Faith will please God. It's all it takes. And the enemy knows that too. And so he works against your faith to bring in fear. He knows that too. So he works against you to hear the report of the enemy. But instead of saying it's the report of the enemy, it's called, well, it's logic. This is logic. We don't want to be in denial. So you don't want to be in denial. So this is logic. I don't want to lie to you. We're not going to, you know, try to stretch anything and embellish it. No, we want to tell you the truth. Well, the only truth is the word of God. This is the truth. And this is the report that we are going to believe. And we have to have this so ingrained in our spirit that when and if you hear A report that's contrary. It doesn't take root. It literally just, you you recognize it as a foreign substance. You realize that this is not of God. It's a foreign substance. I reject it before giving it any allowance to enter in. That's how militant we need to stand to believe the report of the Lord. He says, Oh, if you would only just go and lay your hands on her and she will be healed, she will live. And you know that right at that moment in time, Jesus is on his way, but then there is another emergency that stops him. In our minds, we think these as emergencies or interruptions. It was viewed as an interruption. But when you're walking with the Spirit of God, it's not an interruption, it's God's divine delays. And we have to be people that are so sensitive to God's divine delays because the enemy has a plan too. And I tell you that all the time. And there are many that walk with the enemy's plan because the enemy's plan, usually it's something that you can see. It's visible. It makes sense. Common sense, right? And so people will go with what seems natural. They're used to using their brains, but they're not used to using their spirit. We need to make sure our spirit man is so strong and so sensitive that we will hear with our spirit first before we allow our minds to take over. Our minds are a good thing. Don't get me wrong. God wants to use our whole being. But we are to not let our minds be what leads and our spirit be what is in front. Our spirit associated tied to and surrendered to the Holy Spirit. So we know there is a what would seem like an inter- interference or an interruption. It was no interruption because God's timing is perfect. The girl dies. God's timing is perfect. Jesus heals the woman with the issue of blood. She's healed. Everyone's she's celebrating. She's celebrating. And, you know they come back and say, "Don't bother him. Don't bother. Don't even bother coming because the little girl is now dead. Jesus, you took too long." Jesus, you took too long and now it's over. It is never over. Even death cannot separate us from him. Come on, we cannot be separated from the love of God, but neither can your assignment be separated from that which God called you to if you stand at attention. This was Jesus' assignment to go and and literally raise this girl from the dead. Nothing could stop that unless Jesus partnered with it. Same is true with you. Nothing can stop the assignments that you're on unless you partner with whatever it might be. Fear, logic, common sense, you know, the report of the enemy. If you partner with that, then your assignment can be thwarted and somebody's life may be at stake. Or, and it may not be their whole life, but still something would have come about that didn't have to and should not have. See, sometimes we think, we read this and we go, that was Jesus. No, it's you. These are written here for our example. All of us, we need to understand. Jesus modeled the life that we are live. And so here, hallelujah. So he was, verse 35, while he was still speaking, some came from the ruler of of the synagogue's house who said, your daughter is dead. Why trouble the teacher any further? It's too late. She's dead. She's dead. As soon as Jesus heard the the word that was spoken, he said to the ruler of the synagogue, do not be afraid, only believe. I'm quite sure that there were many. Well, we know, because in the very next sentence, we know what happens. Do not be afraid, only believe. And the ridicule starts. Do not be afraid, only believe. And all, you can feel the eyes of this person knows nothing. This person is in denial. This person is immature. This person is completely deceived. You can feel it all. You can you know where they're going, what their thoughts are. But you must stand at attention. Because if God has called you to an assignment, and he has, then it's your job to carry it out. Say, there will be no casualties on my watch. When I was in the hospital room on Sunday, my bible opened it was the day they were going to pull the tube bible opened praying over her life life you have to understand something everyone was tired of hearing this they didn't want to hear it anymore it's been too long in their minds it's been over a month now we don't want to see her like this she's suffering i would ask are you suffering are you in pain Sometimes our eyes see, and we let what our eyes see dictate. Sometimes we let what other people tell us, slowly wearing us down, that is. We let that dictate. But that's why God wants to use you as that person to go and make the difference. You will be the difference. Be the difference. When my Bible opened, praying over this woman, praying life and speaking forth that every single day that God has given her, not one will be cut short. Saying it in full authority, I don't care who hears, and they are all there, they're all hearing. And none of them at that moment in time believed. There are some that believe, nurses and doctors, and, we've, and I've met them, and they're a delight. But at that moment, those that were on the shift, it wasn't, let's just say they weren't, they weren't planning on becoming my best friend. And so, praying the scripture, praying in the spirit, taking authority, when the head of the floor, the head doctor came in, and you can see right away on his face, disgust with me, the sister, sister in Christ. Just disgust, completely, like, wow, like, you know, so... And i was ready i was ready i knew where we were gonna go i knew i've been in these situations before trust me i've had my parents in the hospital i've had other people in the hospital and the same old same old thing i have to bind those spirits that try to come against you right so i know what's about ready to take place i am very aware so because you can see the pride you can see the arrogance you can see that he was done he was done when this woman first came into the hospital they already called her dead they already they had no hope for her from back then forget about now and so the first words were, you know, she's dying. <laughs> like she can't hear this. Like I'm thinking to myself, do you have any kind of compassion? Do you have any kind of empathy? First of all, we're not blind. Okay. Thank God we can see. We, we can see with our eyes. We see what's happening. But we also see with our spirit man, and we believe that we serve a God that literally raises the dead and not just one time, but however many times is necessary. Amen. And he can do all things. All things are possible for those who believe. Amen. And so he says, well, she's dying. And he goes on to list all of, the, all of her ailments, all the reasons why there's no hope. There's literally no hope for this woman, of, and, and, and all they're doing is, is putting Band-Aids on. Yeah. Hey, at least he admitted that. And so, and so I just said, and I said, yeah, I understand. I said, but here's the problem. I said, you're thinking with your head. I literally told this bald-headed doctor this. You're thinking with your head. I'm speaking from my heart. This is somebody that we love. This is somebody's mother. This is somebody's daughter. This is a life. And he kind of looked at me. He goes, "Well, you know, she had she had three. She already died three times." And the daughter goes, "Two." And he goes, "Well, okay, two And then he says and, you know, she had a stroke. What? Well, because we never heard about They never told us this. So the daughter goes, wait, wait, what? No one ever told me she had a stroke. And he goes, well, you know, that's what they're, you know, that's what they kind of assessed and assumed. I said, wait a minute, wait a minute. Assumed? So now you're speaking as it's truth. This is called a bully spirit. This is what they do. It's a bully spirit. They speak things that are not even true because they're done. They've already checked They've already checked the box. You know, she's dying. She's dead. There's, you know, let's get rid of this. We need the bed. We need the money. We need, we need new, fresh money. You know, insurance. Come on, we need the money. Seriously, like I'm not against doctors. It's not like I'm a hater of doctors. But I don't like when people do things like this because this is a life. This is an individual, and you need to give your all. I don't care how bad it may look. Amen. You know. And so I said, wait a minute. You think she had a stroke? So did she have a stroke or is it just an assumption that you're making? He says, well, so-and-so said she probably, I go, probably. That doesn't mean she had a stroke. Right. Oh, my goodness. We had, we had quite a bit of things going back and forth like this. You know, we just had different, um, dis, you know, discussions like this. And um, bottom line, he says, well, we need to pull the two about because this is no quality of life. I said, She wants to live. I literally said, She wants to live. And he goes, She doesn't know what she's talking about. She's medicated. I go, Well, I thought that might be part of the problem. So I asked her a different question. And then I paused and I looked at him. And I said, I asked her, Do you want to go be with Jesus? And she shook her head, No. She fully understands. She is completely understanding everything I am saying. And she has not said this just once, but repeatedly. He had nothing to say about that. Yeah. He couldn't say anything. There was no rebuttal. There was nothing. He just, he was frustrated though. He was really frustrated. So he turned to the to the daughter and he said, what's your plan? What's your plan? We're telling you, wait. How many times do we have to tell you the same old, same old thing? So he finally left. And like I said, that was on Sunday. And so... Tuesday so what two days later because I've been there every day but Tuesday she's out of she's she's not sedated anymore I walk in eyes fully open (laughs) right completely open like before it was here or there and I would open maybe two for a few minutes a few seconds right because she was sedated so you know, we'd shake her and try to wake her up, and speaking life, it didn't matter. I mean, I kept on speaking life. I no matter who, you know, respiratory if he came in, you know, the nurses came, the doctors came in, the janitors. Were, the janitor is an amazing believer, by the way. The janitor hears me pray and he goes, Hallelujah. He says, Ah, oh, this is awesome. He goes, I've been because he's coming in like every night. So from the first time, right, until now, he's like, I go home and I pray for her. I think about you guys and I pray for her. And this is the janitor, right? wow wow so from from sunday until two two days later the day that they were gonna take and pull the cords ah mm -mm -mm, too soon from that day to the next couple days she's totally coherent she her eyes are open she's telling us she's hungry and she wants to eat she's commanding literally commanding her daughter go get me food With all hand motions, because she still has a tube in her mouth, in her throat, so she can't speak. But we know exactly what she's trying to tell us. We know exactly. It's just so sweet, because in the midst of unbelief, and here we have the same thing. Jesus, we'll see in a minute, had to kick them all out of the room, except for his closest, right? peter james and john but he had kicked the rest out of the room why because they already were burying this this girl the mourners were already there those that were already weeping and wailing they were already there hey that was true as well sunday when the whole family was like oh well just because she moves her arms this is all just involuntary movements i'm like no it's not it's not involuntary movements But, you know, people will make what they think because they want to believe what they want to believe. And most people believe the world's system and not the Lord's system. And it takes faith to not look at what you're seeing with your natural eyes and say, no, I choose to believe the word of God. Takes faith. And so uh, on on Sunday when they're like, oh, you know, they're all reminiscing and going over, they're all in a little uh, huddle, in a little circle, you know, going over all of that they asked, they invited me to their little group, but I was like, no, no, we're going we're gonna to stay over here, I wasn't trying to be, you know, like elite, like I'm elite, I can't be a part of your group, but I knew, no, we're on assignment, church, we have assignments, and you are literally a messenger sometimes to go and make sure you're standing and bringing life, uh, and you're not so chummy chummy with those that are all part of the pollution and I'm just saying extended family that don't even they don't even know God they don't serve God they don't love God this is they haven't even seen this woman in so many years half of them so there's no even emotion emotional connection for them it's just a another day and I'm sorry to say that but that is true and it's not another day this is an individual that has a life and God wants to bring restoration and he is doing it And he's bringing restoration because not only, that son, I'm telling you, let me just fast forward. Yesterday, walk in yesterday, and the son that this precious woman always prayed for every week, pray for him, pray for him. He's there. Now, he has seen his mom, not one day, but now two days, eyes wide open. She would have been dead on Sunday, but now they're like, wow. And he says to me, totally, completely different heart. I mean, different. First day he saw me, he's like, Hi. Now, so soft, his heart softened, right? 180, I mean, big time. And I saw him over up the, the bed, by the, her bedside, like caressing her, giving her a kiss, telling her that he loved her. I mean, we're talking major restoration because the first couple of weeks, it wasn't like that. It was like, well, she's sick, she's old, it's just her time's up. That's how he spoke. Very harsh. Not any better than any of the doctors were speaking about her. But let me tell you, timing is everything. So much has happened. So much. He is shocked, and he did say it. He goes, I can't believe she's alive. I can't believe that she's alive. She was, she was practically dead just two days ago. He, and, and now she's, she's like, her eyes are open. She's nodding her head yes and no. She's commanding the daughter, go get me food. I'm hungry, you know. Like just so many things, so many things. Hallelujah. We see all that. Do you think the doctors are like oh man you guys were right no not at all not at all they're annoyed so i'm praying i'm going to get to the next scripture but last night i'm over by her bed i'm praying i'm just like oh i'm praying in the spirit at this moment i'm praying in the spirit praying life 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 and then all of a sudden i i look up and i look up and that same doctor that way i talked with on sunday that didn't like me because there's always different doctors but that same one right um, he walks by and he kind of, he didn't go into the room, but he walked in the hallway. He walked in the hallway and he looked at me and he turned around quickly and just kept on walking in staff only, staff only, staff only. <laughs> and I, the minute that I see him, I, I'm praying for, I'm praying life, life. And all of a sudden, I command that spirit of death to get out of here in the name of Jesus. Cause that's what it is lurking in the hallways. It's a spirit of death. You guys, we have to see things for what they are. You have to see it. You go, oh, but that's just an individual. It is an individual. It's an individual that was carrying a spirit. The spirit happened to be a spirit of death and murder, and I already told you about the murderous spirit, but that's already been dealt with in the brother, and the brother is completely changed. But now the spirit of death is trying to come with this doctor. No. It's a fight. It's a complete fight. But we are in the fight to win. We're going to fight the good fight. It could seem, like I said before, Oh, that I hate doctors or I'm mad or I'm un- unforgiving or whatever. No, we don't hold this against any doctor. So we don't hate the doctors, okay? They may be completely in the wrong in things that they do, right, at times, right? And we know by the Spirit of God, hey, they have checked out. They don't have any compassion. They don't care. They're not caring as they should, right? But we do forgive the individual. But what I'm talking about is the spirit that operates through these people. We have to make sure we are fighting the good fight of faith, because you see people that just go, well, you know, and they don't, they think, they, they forget that we, we do not battle against flesh and blood, but against powers and principalities, and that every moment matters, and every situation matters, yes. right, so I have to keep my, it's, oh my goodness, is it ever important keeping my heart right, absolutely. I don't hate, I don't have unforgiveness. It's just that authority can look like you're mad at somebody, right? Authority can look like you're mad at the individual. No, I'm just standing firm in my rightful position against the demonic powers and principalities that are trying to overrule. And that's a big difference. And I feel like sometimes it is important to say that. So that's good that you brought that up just because if there was any at all, you know, confusion there or misunderstanding, There shouldn't be now. Verse 37. So first he says, do not not be afraid, only believe. And then verse 37, he permitted no one to follow him except Peter, James, and John, the brother of James. So right there, Jesus says, I'm going to only allow certain people in this room right now. He comes to the house of the ruler of the synagogue and he sees this tumult, those who were weeping and wailing loudly, the mourners. And all they're doing is releasing fear. All they're doing is releasing negativity, doubt, death. That's what they're doing. And he says, he comes in, he says, why make this commotion? Why are you weeping? Why are you all doing this? Like most people will be like, come on, Jesus, don't you see she's dead? Of course we're weeping he's like why are you doing this never be afraid to stand firm and to walk into a situation and have the eyes of Christ and say no this is not of God I'm standing in for and you know you may even think in your own head man I'm gonna look crazy maybe I'm even wrong what if I'm wrong well what if you are wrong but what if you're right what if you're right And what if because you stood in faith and you took that risk, you were right, and she lived all the days, or he lived, all the days that they were supposed to, and not one was cut short, right? She's dying. We're all dying. Our bodies are all dying. But we ourselves, our spirit man, will live forever somewhere, and if you're saved, will live forever in heaven. But as for our bodies, hello, that's not any news. She's dying. We're all dying. But we're all living because we're spirit beings. But the flesh, the body, right? Hallelujah. I'm so glad I can make you laugh. Laughter is like medicine. I'm not trying, but somehow it happens. So he says, why make this commotion and weep? This child is not dead but sleeping. Hallelujah. She's not dead. She's sleeping. And you can just see everybody going, what? What? She's not dead. She's only sleeping. What? This is involuntary. It's not involuntary. What are you talking about? She can hear you. What do you mean she can hear you? She can hear me. She nodded her head while well, she can't comprehend. Oh, really? She can comprehend. Ask her a different question. So, you, there, faith, there faith moves mountains. You know, you can't get enough faith. Well, let me rephrase that. You need an abundance of faith when the incident happens because the time to get it is not then, it's before. It's now. It's now. It's everything that we go through. God is preparing you. He is training you up. He's building up your faith muscles so that he can use you in a life or death situation or something else. It doesn't have to be just life or death, right? But he wants to use you and he wants to work through you. So they ridiculed him. Verse 40. Look at that. Surprising, huh? They ridiculed him. But when he put them all outside, I love it. They ridiculed, but when he took and he put them all outside, he takes the father and he takes the mother of the child and he enters where the child was lying. So he's like, okay, I'm going to make sure authority, those that are in authority over her, they come with me. But the rest of you all, you can stay outside. You can say you have to shut up the devil and you have to literally place him outside. You take in authority, Christ with you, the hope of glory. In this case, it was also the parents taking in the authority, right? And then look at what Jesus does. Hallelujah. Takes the father, takes the mother, enters with the child, takes the child by the hand and he says, Talitha kumi. Takes the child that is dead by the hand and says, Talitha kumi, right? Which is translated, little girl, I say to you, arise. One command. Little girl, I say to you, arise. And immediately, the girl rose from the dead. She immediately gets up, she walks. This little girl immediately, she's 12 years of age, she gets up and she walks because there was a command that was issued. Little girl, arise, little girl, arise. Don't stop once, don't stop twice. You continue to to speak it and continue to remember. Believe, only believe. You decree it with faith. And you know those demons are being defiled. It completely just defies. You're you're like saying, no, you are under our feet. How many really believe what I'm saying right now? We do believe. We really do. So right now your faith is growing. Your faith is growing with this this story that I'm intertwining with the story of this little girl that is 12 years of age that died. She wasn't kind of dead. No, they said she was dead. She was dead. He rose her from, the, from literally, from, from the dead. He rose her again. He rose her up. 1 John 4, 4. It says, you are of God, little children, and you, you have overcome them. This is who we are. We are of God. We have overcome them because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. Do you know the power in this one verse? My goodness. If we just took this one verse and said, wow, Lord, I'm going to walk with the revelation that he who is in me is greater than he who is in the world. Well, who's in the world? Keep your hand right here and go back to John, but the gospel of John, John 14. John 14 and verse 30. Are we all there? Jesus speaking here. He says, I will no longer talk much with you. Speaking to his disciples. He says, for the ruler of this world is coming and has nothing, nothing in me. The ruler of this world is coming. But he has nothing in me. Remember I I told you that the word says that we are in Christ and he is in us and that we are intertwined with him and as Jesus is, so are we. He has nothing in you. It's not just Jesus. When you find the promise that Jesus speaks of even for himself. It's for you. And let the revelation sink in. So the ruler of this world is here. So is the prince of peace. So is the soon coming king. So is the deliverer. So is the one who has already spoken. He's the creator. He created every single thing. man, Man and woman, he created them. Everything, he put the stars in place, numbered them, named them. So what that the ruler of this world is here? He has nothing, nothing on you. And I want you to say that over yourself. The enemy has nothing. The ruler of this world, nothing on me. Now let's jump back over to 1 John, but this time 1 John 5 and 19. 1 John 5 and 19 for it says, we know that we are of God. Hallelujah, we are of God. And the whole world lies under the sway of the wicked one. You're not of the world. You're not of the world. Yeah, the whole world lies under the sway of the wicked one, but you're not of the world. You live in the world, but you're not of the world. So the sway, the deception that the world is under is not yours. Don't claim it. Because I'll see Christians and I'll hear Christians talk about it like they're also part of this deception because the world is all under the Prince of, the Peace, Prince of Peace, the ruler of the, of the world, right? As we see it now. Little P that is. No, you're above it, not beneath. You're above, not beneath. You're above. That's what the word says, greater. Now let's go back to our our verse in First, first John 4 and 4. And it says, again, you are of God. We are not of the world. What are we of? God. Uh-huh. What is the, the world? The prince of the world, the ruler, the one that comes and puts everybody under his uh, deceptive... Uh, tactics, right? His sway. That's the world. That's not us. That is not us. Remember the authority that you have and the authority God has given you is because you are not of the world. You are of God. You are of God. Everything that God has given us, he has given us for us to use to walk in, to literally grow in, to go and be the hands and feet of Jesus, to literally stand your ground no matter what. They ridicule you. They don't like you. They have things to say. They they mock you. They did it to Jesus. They'll do it to you. Get over it. It's not about you. You're in good company. You are of God. Say, I am of God. Little children, and have overcome them before any of your days came to be god already knew all the days he was going to give you he already knew all the numbers of days all the hours all the seconds he already knew before one came to pass that's good news somebody shout out that's good news And all you have to do is stay in agreement that the giver of life is also the sustainer of life. All you have to do is remind yourself that you're going to stand firm on what is already written because he knows the end from the beginning. And he says, your latter days are going to be greater than the former days. And if you really believe that, then you're going to shout out, my God is my healer. My God is good. I'm not going to let my mind tell me anything different. I'm not going to let the tormentor, the one who comes to literally deceive the world. No, I'm not going to let him tell me anything different. And I'm not going to let any doctor's opinion, I'm not going to let any, any doctor practicing tell me what they think and, and make it sound like it's truth. This is truth. God's word is truth. God's word is truth. What is truth? God's word is truth. We believe on the word that never changes. We believe in the word that is established and forever and ever and ever will live forever because the word is Jesus and Jesus lives forever he lives forever and he does not change hallelujah Hallelujah. somebody shout hallelujah thank you jesus we are healed we are whole we trust you lord god your word is the final authority